Hey, yo, it's Chop. And Jamie. Welcome to the Decent Take Show, serving mediocrity to the masses or greatness to the globe. You decide. We are on our one year episode. One year! One freaking Woo-hoo. year. Now, before we, we reminisce it, on all of that, uh-huh. we need to jump straight into these topics. Number one being a redneck grave descends into throat slashing, impalements, and mass arrests. Oh, man. I, I can't think of a better way to start the episode let's talk than about, a redneck rave. Let's talk rave. about rednecks. Let's go. My people on my mom's side. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't even start with you are not a redneck. You are actually, you do be a little sunburnt. What are you A little sunburnt. But, Woo! okay. Pew, pew, <laughs> Starting off hot. Let's get it. Okay. By the end of the five-day bash, Edmondson County authorities had arrested 14 people and charged four dozen people from five different states. A massive country music festival in Kentucky this past weekend started Of course it was country off, music. Let's of course start it there. Was of course Kentucky. it was country music. Of course it was Kentucky. <laughs> this past weekend started off on rocky footing. Police found meth, marijuana, an open bottle of alcohol in the first vehicle they stopped at a traffic checkpoint. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> One of the people in the car had two active warrants out for their event <laughs> for their arrest. First car, first, first car. car. They're like, oh, it's gonna man. be a good night, boys. This is what Edmondson County Sheriff Shane Doyle told the Lexington Herald Ledger. We were like, which I love how the sheriffs just. We were like, <laughs> well, this doesn't bode well for the weekend. <laughs> of course, it doesn't bode well for the what? weekend. What? I mean, oh my gosh. Police said that by the end of the five-day bash, dubbed the Redneck Rave, <laughs> one man had been impaled, one woman had been strangled to the point of unconsciousness, Ugh. and one throat had been slit. Okay, so one. I don't like. I don't like. I don't like the quantity of one throat had been slit. Like it's just some casual yeah. conversation. Oh, just one throat had been slit. Dude, I just went to this awesome rave. It was so cool. We had someone got choked out. All right, some lady got choked out. Somebody some got dude, choked out. Some dude got stabbed. <laughs> Crazy. Just um, one guy though. My friend Gary. <laughs> throat slit. Nuts. And right? honestly, Gary's the craziest <laughs> dude you'll ever meet anyway. So dude, throat I get slit, it. Jump down, jump back up, rave, let's go. Like, oh, dude, crazy that's day. totally Gary. That's totally Gary, dude. So Gary, right? That's such a Gary move. Gary from SpongeBob, meow, more like Gary the throat slit, dude. What? Why did Gary meow when he was a snail? <laughs> I don't know, dude. It didn't make any sense. Oh, but man. redneck graves apparently are all the craze these days. Yeah. Now, so, what would it take for you to go to one? Uh, nothing. I hate country music. Nothing would get me to go to one. Nothing. Not a thing. Not even a hundred billion dollars. No. You're full. Okay. Okay. hundred billion dollars for straight depression over five days. Hate that. No way. Five days for a hundred billion dollars. There's literally something that you said earlier today that you would have done for free. What was it? Uh, (laughs) When we were on the phone. (laughs) We talk about a lot on the phone, dude. The, uh, (laughs) um, I don't know how to explain it without, uh. Oh, oh yeah that yeah for free my guy for free my guy okay <laughs> ding <laughs> <laughs> the details of a rednecks of the redneck raves incidents are grisly one person slit a friend's throat oh my gosh it was their friend <laughs> okay let's uh, that's really i feel like some people use the word friend loosely yeah but like they ain't ex- friends anymore this is well if I slit your throat, will we still be friends? Would you be get dead. over it? 
Exactly. So we probably wouldn't be friends. Yeah. Would you go to your grave and be like, I'm going to haunt him just to hang out? No. I would haunt you because you slit my throat. Yeah. Exactly. It's too close to that's my not face. a friend thing. That's a that's a that's a jerk thing. All right. <laughs> yeah, you're just simply you're simply <laughs> you're a jerk. A, you're just a jerk. If you slit my throat, you're a jerk. <laughs> you're you such heard, a jerk. <laughs> you heard about Davey? He's such a jerk. He slit Gary's throat. <laughs> how how could Davey even dare to do that? I mean, honestly, how could you dare? Jeez. <laughs> no, Actually, also, just, I've also been thinking like maybe when we're on our straight shots, we should be looking into the camera. You think I guess. so? I think so. I feel like Look it carries it. an added level of intensity. Like, like hey! I'm so intense. Like, boom. Yeah. Wait, I'm just talking about, and then hey, I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. So one person yeah, slid a. Fr- you gotta. <laughs> I love it. Cheese. <laughs> Uh, a 29-year-old man. Okay, so this is the thing. One person slit a friend's throat and remains at large. So he's just out there. There's just a throat slitter out what there. What state is that in? Kentucky. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't live in Kentucky. So, hey, if you live in Kentucky and you're listening to the D-Sex show, please Run. make sure that you keep that throat hidden. Run. <laughs> <laughs> a 29-year-old man had allegedly strangled a woman until she passed out. One person lost the better part of a finger. You know, wait, then- wait. There's, there's that one song. Uh, the the uh, mm, mm, Shmurda Dance song. What is the song called? Hot. You can't say the other word. But it's like, it goes, Shawty, give me neck. Did you pass out? Hey. So they could remix it for Redneck version. Yeah, I grab his neck till he passed <laughs> out. Oh, <laughs> so bad. I don't know. One person Sorry, lost guys. the better part of a finger. What's, um, wait, what is the better part? I mean, I'm talking second knuckle down. That's second knuckle part. down top knuckle this bit that much gone that's a feet that's an inch or two that's that's the better part that's I mean, huge am i, I right lose, i lose top no <laughs> yeah job that's huge <laughs> yeah yeah who's all who's in my double knuckle gang double, double knuckle, knuckle gang. gang okay continue. double knuckle gang stop du- it sorry. stop that <laughs> Um, better part of a finger. Another was impaled when he drove a side. Wait, what? What does this say? Another was impaled when he drove a side by side over a two to three inch log that broke through the bottom of the recreational vehicle. Yeah. Um, paramedics left the log inside him as they airlifted him to a hospital. Wow. Talk about. A redneck impalement? I don't know. That's just stupid. Um, the event organized by country rapper Justin Time. Wow. What a play wow. on Okay, words. wait. Justin Time is his name? Yeah. Country, country rapper. Country rapper Justin, Justin Time. Time. Yeah. Living Contradiction. Um, That's to- I, I, I hate that name. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Maybe. One, I hate the fact that country rapper. Exists. Already sounds stupid to me. But on top of that, his name is Justin Time. Yeah. Clearly, it wasn't just in time to stop somebody's finger from getting taken off. Or, or someone's throat from getting slit. Or stopping from somebody getting impaled. And the other stuff. And the girl getting strangled. My gosh. Literally. So much stuff that you could have stopped if you were just in time. Yeah. Guess just you're kind of late, my guy. A little late, my guy. Two, <laughs> it all took place in Blue Holler Off-Road Park and drew a crowd of tens of of thousands, doubling the population of the unincorporated town of Ollie. Ridiculous. It was a town of like 10,000 people Ridiculous. in population. They had over 20,000. They even bragged, the organizers of the event, bragged that they had over 30,000 tickets sold. I can't believe that many people like country music in Kentucky. 
<laughs> Actually, no, I, I, I can, can believe that. I can believe that. How many people are in Kentucky? Here, I don't know. But That's not the even town the dumbest Ollie, question we've asked today. The town of Ollie is so small, they don't even have a stoplight. Not one singular stoplight. Not one stoplight. I'm not going to lie, bro. The town that I grew up in, for the most part, in Georgia, I mean, in uh, Michigan, mm-hmm. had the lights, every light in the city, like, turned to blinking red Ooh. at, like, 6 p.m. Really? And, like, blinking yellow. <sighs> Man. Low-key sad. Okay, this is kind of funny about Justin Time. His legal name is Justin Stowers. <laughs> More like uh, Justin Slowers. Uh, wait, what? Wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. His legal name is Justin Stowers. And you t- you took that and tried to make a pun saying Justin Slowers? Because he's Justin Time? I don't know. That, I don't that know. was a reach. Stretch. Yeah, um, okay. He wrote on Facebook, this is what pisses me off. Okay, this is just stupid. <laughs> he wrote on Give it Facebook, to him, Davey. This is his quote, direct quote. This was the biggest event we've ever done, and with as many people and random things, random things that popped up, unexpectedly, I feel like we all handled it very well. Yeah, you guys uh you guys only managed job. to get one throat slit, one lady choked out until she was unconscious and one person impaled. Yeah. I will say that that's let's a successful into, redneck country fun jam. Yeah, let's get into the let's get into the numbers. 14 people um were arrested by the end of it and four dozen were charged from five different states. Um first person that they checked at the traffic jam had two warrants out for their arrest. Two active warrants. That's not a I mean, you I did don't the know, best. Man. You did not the loving best. it. I mean, not at loving the very the odds on this one. At the very least, Justin Time did the best he can. Yikes! Uh, do you, have <laughs> you ever played the game? What are the odds? Yeah, I played the game. What are the odds? We want to play it. Sure. What are we going to play? What are the odds that you slap yourself as hard as you can in the face? Uh, one in three. Three, two, one. Three. Oh, I forgot to say a number. Sorry. <laughs> three, well, two. Let's go one and four now. Okay. Three, two, one, three. four. <laughs> nice. 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 You got one for me? Yeah. We'll do the same one for you. What are the odds you'd slap yourself? One in, in ten thousand. One in ten thousand. Yep. Okay. Here we go. No, one in one in four. One, one in three. One in three. Oh yep. shoot. Okay. Three, two, one, two. Sorry. <laughs> three, two, one, one. Why do I feel <laughs> discouraged? <laughs> <laughs> Gary, Gary, such a Gary thing to do. What a Gary thing to do. Oh man, you that, want, you want, what yo, you want if you guys missed now? the clip, if you guys missed the clip from this past week of the Patreon clip, I don't know if anybody noticed, but anytime I said white people, I put a picture of Logic in there. <laughs> nice. And I was like, this is gonna get back to him. Hmm. He's gonna find this one day, and he's gonna be like, "That guy, don't that guy." I, I'm gonna write a song about him. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to the next uh, topic. Oh wait, are we? Are we? Are we? Are we do, do yeah, feel like we, we covered, that covered I feel like we covered. We that. covered y'all rednecks going a little wild. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Wait, what? Because <laughs> my mom's super redneck. Is she? Oh yeah, super. I redneck. guess I could take that based on the recipe that she. My gave dad you. met my mom in a trailer park. Cause I live at home in trailer. She still lives in a trailer park. 
Ayo, mama is a poor fool. My mom lives in a trailer park and she moved out of the trailer park because Mexicans were moving in. Um, she lives in a trailer park in Florida and it wasn't Mexicans moving in, it was Cubans that were moving in because you know, Florida. And uh, she called me up one day and was like, I gotta go. They're coming in and they're doing landscaping and stuff and it's really bad. Girl, you ought to be grateful. And I was like, excuse me, it's Cubans that are moving in, and because they put a pool in your trailer park, you're sad? You, sh- you should be glad <laughs> that you got a pool, especially in Florida. It's out there hot than a mug. But ne- but nevertheless, she switched trailer parks. <laughs> that is wild. That's wild to me. Yeah, that is wild. Oh, my gosh. Okay, let us move on. Okay, let's just knock... I, I wish we... But I mean, so, she's also the same woman that says jalapeno. Yeah, she does say jalapeno. <laughs> that 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 kind of blows my mind just yeah. a wee bit. Um, Let's talk about some uh, Mexico Supreme Court decisions. Oh, I guess. Okay, I see. She- she- Make a gif of me just going. Swole. Swole, brother. Mexican Supreme Court decriminalizes what? Now, take it away, Josh. All right. So in an 8-3 decision on Monday evening, the Mexico Supreme Court decided to decriminalize marijuana across the nation, which makes it one of the largest countries to decriminalize the plan. You know what I mean? So Snoop Dogg might be moving to Mexico here soon. Looks like Drake Bell had some uh, ahead of the curve foresight coming. (laughs) Either way, they ruled that it will be decriminalized on um, before the court's decision on Monday. Medical marijuana was available to a limited capacity. Possessing marijuana in tiny quantities was allowed. Now the ruling opens the window for much wider use and higher amounts of marijuana to be permissible, which is freaking awesome. This is pretty great. I mean, this is pretty Shout insane. out to Mexico. Pretty big step for Mexico. I mean, it's an 8-3 decision, so you got eight wise guys and three squares. <laughs> Square. <laughs> three squares. But the, the thing is that they did it because they had such a big drug problem. They're like, you know, if we just make one of these legal, we can stop putting all these people in prison. Honestly, stop you putting know, some I'm people in prison. I'm actually a proponent for all drugs to be illegal. Well, I mean, we can talk about that. That's interesting to me. But yeah. I think also like... In Mexico, for them to be making a decision like this with the drug problem that could be coming from there, well, really, the drug problem that's there, legalizing one of these allows you to start taxing on this with this being such a big issue. Kind of smart. Kind of smart. But there's also that thought. I remember Andrew Schultz said it. that like, okay, New York said that weed was illegal, and then when they needed money, they made it legal so that they could make money off of it. Oh, you think that Mexico needs money, so they're making it illegal? I think that every country needs money in the middle of this pandemic, so I don't see an issue. But I think it actually came from... They had voted on something before. Oh, okay. Here it is. Mexico's Supreme Court previously ruled in 2018 that the prohibition on marijuana was unconstitutional. Ah. Following that, the legislature was supposed to come up with a solution. But since they didn't, they ended up voting on it and making it or decriminalizing it now. Oh, interesting. That's cool. Okay. Tell me your tell me your take then about all drugs being legal. Okay. So if all drugs are legal, mm-hmm. we can stop. Just putting people in prison for drugs. Because honestly, unless you do something on drugs that um, harms somebody else, like if somebody wants to be a crackhead in their own time, let them be a crackhead in their own time. Don't put them in prison because it's a waste of money. Okay. Then we can spend that money on creating rehab I mean, I get the idea of like regulating it to like 21-year-olds and stuff like that, like the regulations factor to it. I'm fine with, I don't care whatever (laughs) age it is, but more of just like not taking the random crackheads off the street. And putting them in prison, and then we're spending money on 
Yeah, also that. because like prison is one of the best places to get drugs. Yeah, so why not just decriminalize all the drugs and then people who do drugs safely or whatever, however you want to place it. I don't, I don't, my stance on drugs doesn't matter, but if they just do their drugs on their own time, do their own thing, we don't need to put them in prison, let them do their own thing. And then we're not paying for those people to be in prison. We could take that money, put it in rehab facilities for people that want to get help from drugs because mm-hmm. prison is not a rehab. Let's be honest. No, it's not. Honestly, prison, it, it just makes things worse because people don't actually get the rehab that they need in prison. They just yeah. get um put in an area for a specific amount of time they go crazy a little bit and then they get out of prison and then they just want more drugs or they're getting drugs in prison so yeah I if mean, we decriminalize it we whole, stop spending the money on it yeah especially the whole like privatizing business around prison and around that whole thing like basically prison is just a place to keep people away from other people essentially and then there's no there's no sense really of rehabilitation or putting someone who would be deemed a criminal back into society to be a stand-up member of society or citizen of society or whatever you want to put it um i think that prison has a place um especially for, for like, murderers I, for murderers for rapists for people no that, no 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 prison is not for rapists we need to murder think? all the rapists okay okay anybody um, who rapes i just i think just that prison get... is not a place when it comes to is that a hot take that's a hot take is it really yeah i mean it's a hot take that i absolutely agree with i mean may, okay maybe not murder castrate them i'm a i'm and then super put down. them in solitary i'm super down for castration Make them go crazy. or um death penalty to rapists i think that that's just, i don't, I don't necessarily extremely... want them to get death penalty because i want them to suffer yeah i hate the thought of any like child or any woman or man or anybody getting raped so mm-hmm. I mean, I there gladly. are also consequences to rape that someone lives with the entirety of their life. Screw that. I want them to actually no, suffer. I'm, I'm saying that the victim. Oh, lives the with, victim. Yes. So causing suffering to the oppressor then is not equivalent to the pain, yeah. but a pain that you're causing for the rest of their life. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I see justice in that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Or, um, yeah. And, and still and, and is a hot take. All of it, they crazy hot take. Music. Yeah. They've listened to country music through all of it. Yeah. Whole time. The entire time. Yeah. Nothing but uh, Just In Time is playing. Yeah. Nothing but Just In Time is playing. <laughs> the same song. No, the same 30 seconds of the same song. Oh, it doesn't even like continue. You know, you know why I know that ruins people? Why? Because watch this. Rolling down in the deep and when brain goes numb, you can go that mental freeze. You don't recognize the song, do you? No. It's from TikTok. Oh, you only know the booty shaking songs. Um, no, that's your TikTok, not mine. My TikTok is clean. Sure it is. Yo, TikTok. If you subscribe to our Patreon, you can learn how unclean. TikTok, TikTok, we need to talk because y'all be screwing up my algorithm. Y'all be screwing up my algorithm. I watched one video, a singular video. Okay. I saw a video pop up. Listen, two weeks ago, I called you. Did I not? Yeah. Of course you called me. I called Davey and I said, my TikTok has the perfect algorithm. Did I not? No, you did. You were like, it's got it. It's got it. I'm there. It was perfect. It was meat. It was cooking. It was Gordon and Ramsay. It was Warzone. It was everything I ever wanted it to be. And then one sneaky video popped onto my timeline. One. one sneaky video popped on my timeline that said, how to know if your neighbors are swingers. And I was like, I'm kind of curious. I want to know if my neighbors <laughs> are swingers. And it's an upside down pineapple and stuff. I watched this video about three times just so I could take notes. Take notes, take notes, take notes, take notes. And after that, all of a sudden, my entire TikTok is all swingers. 
Isn't that wonderful? No, it's not because it ruined my TikTok experience because everything oh, I see man. is like, oh, oh, you want to know how to keep your husband happy? Give him another wife. No. Man, this really upset you. It frustrated me because I was at a time where I was like, I rarely back off my stances. Mm-hmm. I double down on almost anything I've ever said. Yeah, you backed off your TikTok stance. I backed off my TikTok stance, so I gave you a chance, TikTok, and you screwed it up by giving me swinger crap. I feel like your TikTok stance is just going to constantly evolve and change because the algorithm constantly It is. Next week, I'm going to love it again. Yeah. Next week, you're going to be like, guys, I'm back on the meat. I'm back on the Gordon Let's Ramsay. Get it. I'm back on Let's Warzone. Let's get it. I want to see Gordon Ramsay yell at people. I want to see new tips on Warzone. I oh, want to see how to... Talk in a dealership. I want to see funny pranks about people getting pulled over for the cops and pretending like what they would say versus what they did say. And I want to see really messed up videos that I shouldn't laugh at. And if you want to see messed up videos that you shouldn't laugh at, go to you Patreon. To our because Patreon, we watched dude. 10 clips that mean that you go to hell if you laugh, yeah. and they were all hilarious. We got three different tiers. We got our first tier is $5. You can subscribe to that. It'll let you get to our entire catalog of backwards videos and stuff like that. Backwards videos. That's so backwards dumb. videos. <laughs> you can look That's at our entire really like, backlog of videos. Backlog. Boom, there, there we go. Is. You can look at our entire backlog of videos. Which is a perfect time to announce. Thank you to our two new patrons. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Number one. Uh, you can do number two. Yes, uh, the first person to new, our most recent subscriber to Patreon, uh-huh. Zach, who is also Steakman TV on Twitch. So if you guys watch video games on Twitch or anywhere, jump on to Twitch, Steakman TV. Check them out. Yep. And our our newest Patreon subscriber is, uh, what you say, Yoga Tova? Yoga Tova. Also known as Yoga Lady Wizo. Let's go, Ooh. baby. Shout out to y'all for subscribing to our Patreon. I hope that you are enjoying your bonus episodes, yeah. your extra content, your behind the scenes content, your early access, all those things. If you guys want to be part yeah. of that, www.patreon.com. First tier, early access and the backlog of videos. Second tier, $10. You get bonus videos. You get a lot more in store for you and the third tier makes no sense it's 50 bucks a month you might do get a not phone do call it from us don't saying, do it don't do it do not do it. do it why did you do it don't yeah, do it a little crazy don't don't do that one. don't do it okay let us um move do it, do it guys you want to talk about the movie what the movie the movie the upcoming Karen movie? Oh gosh, go ahead. Take this it away, is so Davey. stupid. Upcoming Karen movie has been slammed as a ripoff of Jordan Peele's Get Out. When I saw this ho- heading, I was like, "This is clickbait. This is not true. This is stupid." I mean, a Karen movie has got to be a comedy, right? We all make fun of Karens. It's got to be a movie about making fun of Karen. No, it is a serious horror movie. I'm serious. Okay, so the horror film. The horror film follows a black couple that moves into a house next door to a white woman named Karen. Of course. Of course. The upcoming movie called Karen. Of course. Is a horror picture that follows a black couple moving into that new house next door to a pearl necklace wearing and Pinot Grigio drinking white woman. The film, a BET original, was written and directed by Coke Daniels and stars Taryn Manning as the titular Karen. Corey Hardick and Jasmine Burke play the couple that's new in town. The trailer was released on on Thursday, but started gaining traction online this week. Oh, man. Here's the problem. Throughout the trailer, Manning's character is seen threatening to call the manager 
Uh, I'm calling the manager. Let me speak to your manager. Let me speak to Are you the one in charge? <laughs> <laughs> at a restaurant, setting up security cameras that look at her new neighbor's house and calling the cops on a group of teenagers while they record her in that now familiar viral format of Karen videos. Uh, yeah. In case people watching were unable to put the glaringly obvious puzzle pieces together, a small child in the trailer eventually says, she doesn't like black people. Of course she doesn't. And people are Karen upset movie. because it's they're saying it's a ripoff of Get Out. Yeah. They're saying that it's like a commentary on this black couple's life in a Karen world. Now, what I'm a little weird about is that I don't think that there's another movie that could do justice the way that Get Out did. Yeah, I don't think that there's another movie that could come out there that's going to really do what it did. I can totally say that this is a movie possibly inspired by Get Out, maybe. Um, But also, some people are saying that the movie may not even be real. Some people are saying that it's hitting the nail on the head so much that this has got to be some sort of stupid SNL skit. This has got to be some stupid, like, just idea that came up and was like hey let's make a joke about this and it's turned into much more of a real thing uh I like don't know. we don't we i guess we'll never really know whether or not this is a real thing unless until it, comes, it out. comes out yeah but people are just people are just going back and forth of support anti i mean what are your thoughts on this i mean comment down below let yeah, us know what you sure. think about a karen let us know. movie like would you be Should down for a karen a movie or is the world just a karen movie right now right did you know that karen's not even in the top 10 white names what is it the top 10 white female names well i mean you can't name every white woman karen because like you're gonna ruin every white well, woman's future i can't remember what <laughs> podcast it was the but white it, guy's equivalent is darren i think i think that's the oh my gosh i put yeah. top 10 white women instead of white names and uh this is why your tiktok algorithms is messed up molly amy claire <laughs> emily katie whoa i really don't think that karen should be a katie madeline caitlin one. emma abigail carly jenna heather Catherine, caitlin caitlin holly allison caitlin, 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 caitlin. again a third wow, spelling so many caitlin uh hannah and Catherine. wow it's not even in the top 10 not even no top 20 not even one. in the top, that 20. top 20 man i can't count no, oh, that was my man. fault for saying it was top 10 and then mm. literally reading 20 names. Ah. Either way, I'm not super stoked for a Karen movie. No, it takes a lot it, for me to watch a movie in the first gonna place. I think it's going to crash. I don't think it's going to do well. I don't think it's going to do well either. And it takes a lot for me to watch a movie because in my brain, I can watch three 50-minute episodes of Kitchen Nightmares but can't watch one movie straight through. There's something wrong with me. Yeah, well. Like, I, I feel like a movie is such a commitment to make um and it's just a lot yeah that is a lot that's like just i mean to commit to a movie that one i think should have been a comedy like i think that's a karen true. movie should be a comedy i it think it should be. be making fun of it you can get the same effect i feel you can get the same effect as a commentary on the way just life is or the way um, white culture is around the Karen problem. The whole um, Karen I, movement. Yeah, the Karen movement. I think you can get a really good commentary on that through comedy. I mean, we saw a good commentary on the world through the comedic, comedic lens of Bo Burnham in Bo the Inside Burnham Special. murdered that yeah. special. Like, and he that definitely wasn't, gave his idea and opinion through that. Like, that, that entire special was... I can't even put it into words how good that special it was. It was so good. And, yeah. I, and I'm a fan. I'm a super fan of stand up comedy. And I understand that Bo Burnham is maybe an acquired taste because he does it with music and it's 
people like who are comedy peers. Yeah, may not he's say much that. more theatrical, much more telling a story almost. Yeah, but this is the if you haven't listened, if you haven't watched Inside by Bob Burnham, it's an absolute banger. Not even a question. Yeah, not even sponsored by Netflix. Netflix hit us up. Um, but seriously, <laughs> I think that Netflix hit us up. Yeah, but seriously, um, I think that a Karen movie should be something that's a comedy. I think you can give the same commentary through a comedic lens, and I think it would be much more enjoyable if it was a comedy. I think you could just be like, "Oh yeah, that was funny." Ha! Huh, yeah, she's so stupid. She's a Karen. Like, and just there's so much more you can make fun of in this, but putting it through the lens of horror, weird. Yeah, well, I, I get that they're probably gonna like some. Maybe a Karen's gonna like murder. Maybe of the I mean, people. I don't, I don't know. We'll see if it if it even becomes a movie. Maybe we'll watch it just for the sake of watching it because we talked about it. But yeah, I don't think that I'm going to enjoy it. No, very I don't much. think there's going to be much about it that I'll enjoy either. Moving on. What do you want to talk about, Jav? I would love um, to talk about just real quick. Kodak Black throwing a <laughs> hundred grand into the ocean <laughs> kodak black rapper if you guys know him you know him i personally am not a super fan of kodak black that's just not the that's not the type of rap that i listen to sure but he decided to throw a hundred thousand dollars into the ocean and i'm going swimming <laughs> i'm not going swimming not for 100k not that no. i won't swim in general but i don't think that 100k is worth jumping into the ocean for yeah i mean there's too many dangers out in the ocean why would you jump in for 100k i mean if it was thrown in bags maybe Maybe, but we talked more about that on the Patreon episode. Let's yeah. just say that that's not how you have an offshore account, which was the best comment on that video. Love that. Bang, bang, bang. But let's jump into something that is a little bit more serious um, because I think that it's a big thing that we need to talk about. Is Bring that okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, look. Yeah. <laughs> I'm legitimately confused at this title that I read earlier today. It was that the White House raises federal firefighter paid a $15 an hour. That means people were running into burning hot buildings for less than $15 an hour? Yeah. That, but I, no, that is not enough money to be running into burning hot buildings. This is definitely something that shows a lot about private corporations um, versus the federal government. I mean, you look at private corporations that are running like oil fields, they equate the amount of pay towards the amount of danger in your job. Um, Look at a firefighter. There's a lot of danger in the job, but apparently a federal firefighter doesn't have their pay equated to the level of danger. That should be uh, 10,000% equated to danger because there's no freaking way that I'm running into a burning hot building. For even $15 an hour. Yeah, I'm not even running in for $30 an hour. There are people not a that chance. work on these oil fields that are risking their lives, right? They're making 80 bucks an hour minimum. And I'm thinking a firefighter is making only 15 Now is making only 15 Used to be making less? Not a chance. Like This is there's a, not a, this is a skill set where there's academy, where there's training, where there's constant physical training you have to continue to build up so that you're capable of doing this. Not even I mean, all that. There's a freaking fire that you're running into. Yeah. And fire, a paramedic type stuff you have so, to know. So I mean, this just so got, much. This just got put up to $15 an hour minimum wage federally. Which means that McDonald's workers were fighting for the same amount of money as a firefighter. Does that not blow your mind? That blows my mind. Because, I mean, like, come on. You got, okay, I get it. 
McDonald's workers, you want to get your bag. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. But when you're a firefighter? You burn your hand on the grill at McDonald's I, if you guys even have one. You set a fire at McDonald's. Who's saving your life? The firefighters. firefighters. It, I, there's nothing that could convince me that a firefighter should get paid any less than $50 an hour. 50, yeah. five, zero. Five, zero. Exactly. I mean, and plus their hours freaking suck. Yeah. It's insane the amount of hours you have to work. I mean, what? Are they going to justify it by saying, well, I mean, they're working 60 hours a week. Yeah, they're working 60 hours a week getting ready to go die, possibly. Well, no, even if they work less, they work so many consecutive hours in a row. Yeah. That is mind-boggling. Yeah, Yeah, they may be three days on, four days off, but they're like three days on, like legitimate three days on. Minimum 12 hours to 18 hours. Insane days. No, longer than that, I'm pretty sure. Like three days straight on? They're at the fire station. Oh, yeah, three days on. And they're like sleeping there like for an hour before they get another call, maybe four hours maximum. Yeah, you're getting some rest, you wake up, you got to be ready to go. Yeah, so pass on. There's no freaking way that I would... The fact that this was even a thing actually blew my mind. I was like, to $15 an hour for what? To potentially die? Pass. Pass, 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 pass. So anybody who's getting paid less than $15 an hour hour to be a firefighter, I am so sorry that you're getting paid like that because that is complete BS. I'm looking up like federal firefighters just to see exactly what it is kind of fires that they fight. Like, is it a different kind of fire? Is it less work? doesn't look like it at all. In fact, it looks like federal firefighters are the ones that are looking into, like, wildfires and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, this is this is intense stuff. And I know that there are people that volunteer to do this at times, too, yeah. because there isn't a lot of budget. There isn't a lot of money that goes into it, um, which is kind of crazy and sad. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah. So when there's, like, people that are volunteering for this, when there's people that are barely getting paid, um, according to the amount of risk that they have in this, I mean, honestly, just huge thank you to, like, firefighters and people that are risking their lives to save people's lives when it comes to fires paramedic everything like that i mean really just thanks yeah thank you guys i have a lot of firefighter friends who i think are awesome and i'm sorry that you are getting paid like crap now let's move on to jewel you know the little smoker 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 smoke machine agreed to pay north carolina 40 million dollars to settle lawsuit alleged alleging that it targeted teens the e-cigarette maker won't have to admit any wrongdoing but the settlement will require it to change a sizable portion of its business model the e-cigarette maker jewel agreed to pay the state of north carolina 40 million dollars over six years to settle a lawsuit but it won't admit any wrongdoing as uh as a part of this settlement but several provisions of the settlement will shake up its marketing practices. Among these changes, Juul can no longer introduce new flavors or new levels of nicotine to its products in this state without FDA approval. The company will be unable to engage in social media or influence advertising as well as any outdoor advertising near schools. It also cannot sponsor sports events or concerts or and anyone in any of its advertisements cannot be under the age of 35. Now, that sounds like a lot of rules. Yeah, and when I think about this, I mean, I look at it and I go, I don't have a lot to say about this, Um, but the whole, like, beginning of the article where it's just like, 
They won't have to admit to any wrongdoing. I don't care if you don't have to admit to any wrongdoing. It seems like all these rules and regulations and just the whole $40 million settlement, it says that you took an L, my yeah, guy. Yeah, a big L. A big L, <laughs> yeah. my guy. A yeah. wicked big L, my guy. Last night I took an L and it don't look like you're bouncing back. At all, my no, boy. So at least not in the state of North Carolina. Which is I crazy mean, because dang. I feel like if, if, if their branding is targeting teens, wouldn't it be all of United States branding or were they targeting teens more in North Carolina? Or is this a lawsuit that can end up hitting every state? I think this is a lawsuit. I think North Carolina is paving the way for other states to make these lawsuits um, and is paving the way for other states to say, oh, this is a lawsuit. I can absolutely win because targeted targeted advertising towards teens, targeting advertising, targeting advertising towards teens. um, It's not really just the billboards. It's not the... Um, it, it's not the billboards. It's not the business model. It's not sponsoring events. It's social media. It's internet. It's putting out advertisements that are targeted towards a certain age group online. And that's something that spans much greater than just a singular state. But I, I don't know. I do want to say I've never seen a jewel commercial. I've seen a couple on that like is YouTube. like that. I've felt was targeting teenagers i mean i've definitely seen and the ones that they're arguing for are like these where it's the kind where they have really good colors like just super colorful oh, like backgrounds teens love colors yeah i mean just colorful backgrounds or they have like young influencers that are in the video are they over um, 18 though yeah yeah they are all over 18 then, but now they're saying that they have to be no younger than 35 so yeah. we're saying that anything that is under the age of 35 would be targeted at teens I mean, I don't know. It's weird to me how there there is a lot here that can be unpacked. I think that there's a lot here that's saying like I think that North Carolina, I'll say North Carolina, I think, is making a stretch to how far Jewel is targeting towards teens. Um, I think that they've made an extreme win in their argument. And I'm not going to say that's wrong. I'm just going to say that. I mean, I'm fine with them winning this and I'm fine with them. If they were intentionally targeting teens, I can see why they would want that stopped. Yeah. I'm just trying I, to I make sure that we're not, so far. we're not just shutting. I mean, there are, there are so many industries that we're just okay with targeting whoever uh, that I feel like should be shut down before the, the jewel is. Yeah. But there are, also, there are also not many companies that are reaching the teens in the same way that the jewels are. Yeah, because, I mean, when you look at statistics around Jewel, I, I think it's like one in every three uh, students between the age of like 13 and 17 has one or know someone who has one. one. In th- okay, know somebody who has one. I can yeah. get that. But having I can one, look up the statistics I don't around know. it and see and see how like successful Jewel could be in targeting teens. Well, the thing is that somebody's buying it for them. Well, yeah. So I feel like we're uh, cracking out on the wrong people. You know, I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe this is the big win and I'm just not seeing the whole extent of it. Obviously, I don't want people who are under 18. Is it 21 here? Uh, Yeah, I think it's 21 here. Under 21 doing it. But at the same time, I, I think that there are bigger companies that are doing worse to teenagers Okay, that. so but then again, not every teenager smoking cigarettes. So I guess if most kids in, are vaping, I can get why yeah. this is a big win. So back in uh, 2019, studies showed that 27.5 uh, percent of high school students were using vape products. So less than one in three, like more more like one in four, little over one in four. 
um, was using vape products. And it said, according to a 2019 survey, more than 5 million middle and high school students used it. I don't know if this has to do with the advertising or if it has to do with the flavoring. A lot of people say that flavoring is advertising. Like to say, my flavor is bubble gum, um, that a teen's going to like that and go for it. I so, can see I mean, that. Yeah. And I, I, that's a big argument in here is that they can't add more new flavor or they can't add new flavors unless FDA already approves it. And but what if adults want the flavors too? Exactly. I mean, there is there's a huge argument and a huge case there to be like, I'm an adult who struggles with smoking cigarettes. I want to quit because that's Jules' like business model. They've said it multiple times that that's what they're trying to target is helping people quit. And mm-hmm. so if I'm an adult that struggles with smoking cigarettes or I struggle with smoking whatever and I want to quit um, and then I go to Jewel and I'm like, it tastes the same. It doesn't do it. doesn't give me the same high or whatever. I don't like it. Then I just throw it away. But if I can say, oh, but they got a chocolate chip flavor. I'm going to go have that. I mean, there's just difference. Yeah, there's differences in there's, opinion about it. There is. And I feel like part of it is that cigarettes themselves have become such less of a social thing. To yeah. teenagers and yeah. Jewel has become one that has absolutely the focus has been shifted yeah. to taking down Jewel rather than taking down the tobacco industry first. Because yeah. if you take down the tobacco industry, then the other forms of nicotine don't really matter as much, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because the whole reason for the Jewel movement is to get people off of cigarettes. So we first tackled the tobacco industry and then we then there really wouldn't be a whole nicotine substitute category to begin with that's true i mean i think you're on to something there where instead of trying to target the jewel or really just the e-cigarette vaping um category of business and just rather trying to target tobacco trying to target um cigarettes specifically and just go after that and say hey we need to stop this in teen use we need to stop this in underage use we need to promote this more as an unhealthy thing that people do uh i i can really get behind that and say okay cool once we tackle that there might not be a need or use for e-cigarettes vaping or otherwise yeah i mean it's it's uh, essentially we call everything a gateway at the end of the day and i think this is one of the only not one of the only but one of the realest direct gateways is from tobacco to jewel yeah you never really see it go i started vaping and then i started smoking um at least from my experience and from what I've uh, from what I've learned from people I know who vape and do this, because I mean, this is a very like popular thing, right? I mean, if one in four high school students, can you imagine the amount of adults? And when it comes into that, I mean, you look at it, you go, I, I don't know anyone that that progresses from Juul or progresses from vaping, but I do know that there are people that I don't know. Um, Definitely would progress from smoking to vaping, and that's not really progress in the sense of doing something worse. They're trying to make an alternative choice. So yeah, they're trying to. I don't, I don't know. But I then mean, again, some people are. Some people who would never smoke cigarettes are have joined the Jewel train because it tastes good. Exactly. So there's, so that, there's a there, lot there, of that. There, there's here. a lot of it. Because so, I mean, just because it may be healthier than smoking, it is not healthy in itself. Um, it's not like. I can't say if it's healthier than a McDonald's sandwich, um, yeah. but I, I would, would you want to eat a McDonald's sandwich every day or would you want to eat a McDonald's sandwich every four minutes of the day kind of a thing? I mean, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot there of what can be healthy and what can't be. And I, I would just say none of it's healthy. 
And you got to make your choices wisely based upon stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about more people getting their bags since North Carolina got their 40 mil. Let's do Uh, it. The FINRA, which stands for the Financial Industry Regulatory Authority, has announced a $7 million penalty against, guess who? Robinhood. Online broker Robinhood Financial LLC has been ordered to pay $70 million for systematic supervisory failures and causing significant harm to millions for customers with misleading or false information and outages, an industry regulator said on Wednesday, which is today. So all those people were talking about how they couldn't get their money out of Dogecoin, Bitcoin, Ethereum, when they were blowing up AMC, um, all those things, GameStop, when they were blowing up, is because Robinhood said that they had outages and they could not deal with the volume that was going on, and now they're being sued for. But is $70 million enough? Oh, no. Can you imagine the amount? Because really, you're suing for the amount of profit you could have had. I had $5,000 I could have invested and I could have turned it into $70,000. That that difference of 65k, that's what I want in my lawsuit because that's yeah, what I could have had. Exactly. And, and so everybody doing that. Everybody suing for The that. best thing that I saw is that they're going to write this off as a business expense because the amount of money that they made from stopping those trades is much higher than the amount that they're going to have to pay out. Like they probably made way more than $70 million on letting all those people lose that money yeah. than they did from, than they lost from so this lawsuit. Is this really considered a loss for Robin nope. Hood? I'd say it's a win. It's the same thing when you have like, a large corporation that's like packaging your water and they're breaking a bunch of health codes or whatever, but it makes more sense for them to pay the fine of breaking the health code than to actually pay out the money it would take to yeah. fix their um, to fix their processing plan. Yeah, yeah I can see that. Crazy. So they're going to pay a total of, they're going to pay uh, $12.6 million in restitution to thousands of consumers as well as $7 million fine. As a $57 million fine, the largest financial penalty ever issued by the Financial Industry of Regulatory Authority, the regulator said. So I'm glad that something's happening at the end of the day, because yeah. honestly, they, I feel like at this point, we all believed that nothing was going to happen. And so the fact that something is happening is good, but it doesn't mean that it's really paid off. Yeah. Pop, pop. Um, pew, let's, pew, let's, as uh, Davey would say. Let's uh, jump into... Uh, the ex-NRA president into oh, a graduation speech. Uh, he presented the speech to empty chairs. Yeah. Why empty chairs, David? All right. Parkland parents tricked ex-NRA president into a graduation speech to empty chairs representing gun victims. So this is more of a joke, but also had a really serious purpose. So earlier this month, David Keene, a former president of the National Rifle Association, pew, 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 it, <laughs> stood on an outdoor stage in Las Vegas as he addressed Thousands of empty white chairs. Keen was rehearsing his speech to the James Madison Academy 2021 graduating class. Mm-hmm. He began the speech with, let me begin. Good way to begin. Great way to start a speech. Let me begin. By okay. telling you what an honor it is to be here to help you celebrate your graduation, said Keen. There are some who will continue to fight the gut and stand up and prevent them from succeeding. Or wait, no, I will continue to fight the gut, the Second Amendment, but I'd be willing to bet that many of you chairs would be willing or among those who are willing to stand up and prevent them from succeeding. Because chairs stop it. The 3,044 chairs present <laughs> he faced were never meant to be filled. Because the school's fake. The private online high school never existed. 
So this is like the biggest prank slash protest of all time. Absolutely. Or at least of the recent it years. It was all a carefully organized stunt designed to prove a point. Manuel and Patricia Oliver, whose son Joaquin Oliver, 17, was killed in a mass shooting at his high school in Parkland in 2018. He, they said in a video released on Wednesday with each chair symbolizing a student that was killed by gun violence, so specifically uh, students in high school killed by gun violence, the edited videos from the Oliver's group um, show Keen and John Lott, a gun rights activist and author, as they address the empty seats mixed with the audio of 911 calls made during mass shootings at schools. Very, very big protest. So is a big trolling thing. Yeah, but for a purpose. Troll protest prank purpose all mixed together purpose um and we asked this in the patreon episode you asked if uh this is something that they could get sued for or get arrested yeah but we came to the conclusion that they really can't well not i never said arrested but sued for like defamation yeah if any of that stuff could come from it but nothing no so it really is a really well organized prank that had a really honest and good-hearted purpose i think yeah and i think that uh they made the statement that they were trying to make. So yeah. I'll give it to you guys. Um, yeah. and, and, and related news, the Biden administration will revoke licenses of gun dealers who sell to people that fail background checks. So um, the zero tolerance tolerance policy for gun dealer offensives offenses. President Joe Biden announced several new actions Wednesday afternoon that his administration will take an attempt to curb a recent rise in violent crime and gun violence. Yeah. Most notably, he said that the government, the federal government will adopt a zero tolerance policy for gun dealers who sell firearms to people who fail background checks, even if it's the dealer's first offense. So instead of taking it to the gun owner, we're taking it to the gun manufacturers yeah. who are selling it or to the shops that the are shops, selling them yeah, the to people who should not have firearms, which I think yeah. is a fine I middle ground. That is a very smart middle ground. I mean, it's not limiting the kinds of guns you can buy. It's not limiting who can buy guns. Rather, it's limiting who can sell guns. And I think that's really smart because if you're a gun shop owner and you sell guns to someone who's failed their background or check, is underage or is underage, you're breaking the law and you should not continue to be permitted to sell guns in the same way that if someone is selling alcohol to underage people, um, then you're also breaking those rules and no longer permitted to sell alcohol. You're breaking those rules. You get fined and all the, all these consequences but come through with this it. This one's right? different because yeah. with alcohol, it's not a zero tolerance policy. Exactly. Because you have secret shoppers and the secret shoppers come and say, hey, you denied this person, blah, 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 blah. And then you kind of get whatever a fine or whatever. And then you kind of go back to selling uh, alcohol again. But this one's yeah. zero tolerance. Yeah, this is definitely a step above in the idea of gun control. But it is not one that is extremely limiting to those that are super supportive of guns to be like, ah, you know, I just I, I think that this is a good middle ground. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I agree. I agree. I'm cool with it. You know, I got my gun legally, so I'm at the end of the day fine with it because I'm not dealing with. I don't feel like my gun rights are being taken in any way. So same. I can deal with it. Yeah. Do you want to jump into celebrity stuff or conspiracy stuff? I think we should break from news for a quick second and talk about one year, dude. One year, my guy. I pulled some (laughs) clips from episode seven. Let's reminisce from episode seven. um, And I think that it would be wise of us to spend some time just reminiscing yeah i pulled two clips that you haven't seen yet this is our first episode of a new year right 
53rd episode? Well, the next or, ep- this is 52nd. This is so 52nd. the next so episode will be the first one of the new last year. Last episode of the year. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, honestly, let's take a, let's take a moment to just take a step back. Yeah, and we're I'm gonna need you to put on your headphones because yeah. I pulled a clip for each of us Ooh. to reminisce on. From episode a clip, seven? Yep, that defines all of us in a oh, new way. Some man. pivotal moments in the Decent Take show, go. if you will. The first one we're going to talk about is Jonas, because as you've noticed, he's not here. Didn't hear his voice, did you? Uh, because he called out at the last minute because and, life uh, happens. This so, clip is kind of perfect. <laughs> it literally matches. So let's watch yeah. this. This is, this, is his, this is his final blow to the conservative side. Yeah, um, for sure. See you later, Jonah. Jonah's got to go because he's got an interview in the morning. Praise yeah. him. Always got to go. Always got to go early. Got to go, Never Jonah. here on time. Never Sorry, here guys, through the episode. Jonah. That's, That's Jonah. <laughs> now, I pulled one for both of us. I don't know if it was fair for me to pull one for both of us, but I pulled two of our either obnoxious or mean moments in episode seven. Okay. Would you like mine first or yours first? Um, Let's go with mine first. Knock it out of the way. Okay, because mine's more wholesome. Yeah. Mine like ends both. better than yours does. Okay, that's Yours nice. is just annoying. Oh, great. Graham at Oh, wait, let's tell, them, let's tell them our, our new what's schedule. Our, what's our schedule? Our new schedule. Oh, yeah. So we record and then we upload, but we're going to be uploading now every Saturday. Is it Saturday morning? Saturdays rather Saturdays. than Tuesday. Wow. Saturday. Saturday. Because we record on Saturday. Thursday night. Saturday. We record Saturday. on Saturday. <laughs> You get so annoyed with me so easily. You're so annoying. You've been annoying from the beginning. You're just mean to me. That's all it is. No, I'm not mean. You were just you were just speaking over me when I was trying to give an announcement to our people. Oh, you're right. You never speak. Isn't over that crazy? Anybody. We switched the schedule seven weeks into the show. Yeah, and we still kind of talk about how we switched the schedule. That is kind of crazy. Even though we've been doing it way longer than we did the Wednesday or dropping it on Tuesday. Yeah, I can't believe we used to drop on Tuesday. Yeah, we used to drop on Tuesdays. Now we drop on Saturday. Saturday! Shut up. <laughs> and here's my mean moment. Um, as far as the um, voting process would go, because it, when you look at um, presidential Man, candidates in the past, um, just according to numbers and everything like that, you would look at that and you'd go, okay, um, there is like this 90-10. There is like this landslide type of victory. Um, but it seems over the course of years and over the course of a generational shift, um, we become more and more divided. So you said all that to just agree that it's crazy that it's 50-50? Oh, yeah. That was a really long explanation for a very simple So I agree. Point. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. David, David Singer, I apologize. Hey, you know what? You're a nice wow. guy. <laughs> nice. That's wow. That's <laughs> awesome moment. Wow. <laughs> Let's go. We ended racism. <laughs> we ended racism. Is, was that the beginning of the nice guy? Maybe. I think the nice guy thing started episode six. I think it was the episode before and we were referencing a little bit in episode seven. That's funny. That is funny. That's been a what long a time year, the nice guy. What, what a, a freaking year. year. You're still a nice guy. I'm still obnoxious as crap. Facts, dude. <laughs> That's not even close. Oh, man. Dude, we've gone to, through so many phases Let's talk about the beginning. Yeah. When we were, we what wanted to be porch talks. Well, first we're sitting at native. That's right. Yeah. And I was like, hey, I'm starting a new show mm-hmm. and I want you to be a part of it. Yeah. Get that blue cheese away from me. Ranch all the way. Ranch all the way. <laughs> and I need to be the number one. Mm-hmm. And you'll be the number two. 
And the only reason I'm saying this up front is because I had a show that didn't work out and yeah. I want to make sure this one does. Yeah. And I need to be the executive decision maker. Yeah. And you're like, okay. Yeah. I was like, okay, sounds fine. Whatever. People tend to ask me, were there multiple people you approached to start the show? Mm-hmm. Do you know the answer to that? No, I don't know. No. It was just me. You're the first person. Well, you weren't going to be the only person, but you're the first person I approached for the show. And since you were down, you were my number one pick. I was like, let's get it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And here we are a year in still doing it. So we went through. Apparently I didn't crap out on you. We went through different names. (laughs) Yeah. Porch Talks podcast. You really wanted a porch in the name. I really did want a porch in the name. Really grasping. I was adamant on the porch. Like that was your first executive decision and then executive retraction. Because you wanted it to feel like we were sitting on a porch having a conversation late at night. Yeah. Which is literally what it is. But it didn't end up being the name no because you hated it i absolutely hated the name i thought porch talks was super stupid you were so against it i thought that it just it didn't capture the feeling of what it would be i thought that we because you do i thought it was so laid back that we couldn't do the exciting things that i have in my head of like yelling and being obnoxious and being annoying we couldn't do the exciting things like some of our stupidest clips that we've done of like let's jump will 1-800 jump will that's one like, of my that favorite clips of all feel, time that doesn't feel like a like a porch hanging out conversation low chill moment that feels like really high energy and we've only gotten higher and higher in the energy that we have since starting the show um and so we went back and forth with different like names that had porch in it i remember it was porch talks mm-hmm. there was like porch chat what may have been one there was like different porch names and uh I think that what overruled it all was I looked up porch talks on just like Apple podcasts yep. and there was like a billion of them. Yep. There, there were so many of them. We were like, there's nothing distinctive about this. Um, so how Ooh, did decent dude, taste? I'm going to back to the conversation now. Oh, what are you finding? I, I looked up porch talk. Uh huh. Um, and I see the, you sent me, <laughs> uh, July 5th. Uh, let's see. Wait, this is still. You sent me okay, July. So this is still before the show started. Yeah, we we didn't have like, we made sure to have name and branding ready before the show started. Yeah, yeah. We we're still talking about okay. So we had we actually had it. We had a Gmail account for Porch Talk. Yeah, we did. We were you were ready to go. We were ready to. You roll. were like Porch Talk is the name, and I was like I don't like the name. Okay, so you, you said, like, okay, July everything. 5th, you said, hey, I'm looking into social media stuff, and there are a ton of podcasts called Porch Talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You sent me four emails. And I think all of them that were, all were Porch podcast. Talk. Oh, they were they all were podcasts. All podcasts. Yep. Yeah. yeah, dude, that's wild. Yeah. I don't have the... Decent takes we didn't come up with over text. It was an in-person conversation. Yeah, because we were we were no, it was on the phone. We were on a phone. We were call, on the phone, and we were like, "What else could we do?" Like, all we want to do is something that's like, I knew second favorite podcast was Ooh. one of the first things we said. Okay, so I have a few of the names. Okay, what are they that we went back and forth with? Okay, I feel let's like I see. had some stupid ideas. You did, for names. you did. 
Uh, the first one you had. So, <laughs> what is it? What is it? Okay. Okay, I got. I, I got to keep going back because we, like, we were talking about moment. we were talking about topics before we even talked about the actual name of it. Yeah. Okay. 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 Let's see. I'm trying to go back and make sure that I'm not missing anything. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Just pulled up. Um, Here we are. Let me make sure I can ask my dad if I can stay over. Shoot me a text when you make it back to the house. It's just me being a good friend. Yeah, because this was all before I got Kaylee married. Kaylee wants to hang out tomorrow. Anyway, we can reschedule for Thursday. Thursday won't work for me. Yeah, I was Wifey still living with home. my dad back then. I didn't have my own place yet. I said Thursday won't work for me. Wifey comes home that night. Going to spend it with her. You call me whipped. I said hashtag facts. <laughs> uh, you said, okay. Oh, then we're I just going to play rock band. Yeah. We, we, didn't have, we didn't even have good plans. <laughs> what time should I come over? I said, who's this? You said, Davey. I said, come by whenever. On my way to school. You in for rock band? Yep. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Let's get to... <laughs> that was the day i brought over my like ps3 yes and we like jammed hardcore on rock band 2 for the ps3 and then rock band 4 on your like xbox one i said what about after bedtime podcast except for i don't like the term bedtime you said neither do i after hours would be cool i said there are so many podcasts with that name yeah postpartum podcast no curfew <laughs> podcast trump podcast is getting late podcast i said i know you said i know we can call it the brilliant idiots which is a joke. Yeah, that was a or joke. Or the Wind Down Podcast, PMDM's podcast, and I said Porch Talks. Yeah. Um, and then you said Outside Voice Podcast, Life Out Loud Podcast, Two Bros Chilling in a Hot Tub Five Feet Apart Because They're Not Gay <laughs> Podcast. I said, yeah, the last one is probably the best. Probably the best. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we went through a good amount of names back and forth names. before we finally came to... Uh, decent takes yeah which was that was just an over the phone conversation where you really like the it's getting late thing and i i remember we were like going back and forth about how we can incorporate that because we had to get rid of the idea of porch we like argued about it a little bit Mm -hmm. and then we were like we got to just ditch it completely i like the idea of it's getting late we kind of kept going into that and we were like dude we're just giving takes and it was it was takes that we said and then after takes, it was like, I think you said something like, yeah, we're just giving takes, but we're no experts. It's got to be decent. No, that's what it was. You said, you said everything we do is just got to be decent. And that was when we were like, decent takes dude. at yeah. the same time. We were all, yeah, we both said decent takes at the same time because we both had mentioned takes and you were like, well, whatever, everything we do has got to be decent. And then we both went decent takes. And that yeah. Was, that, was and that was, that was the birth of the show. Yeah. yeah. We were born. That is wild. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because there's no text thread or anything. It was just just the way our normal friendship works. It's just a normal phone call conversation. Basically how the show operates is it's how we talk on the phone. <laughs> we spend so much time on the phone. My wife if, gets pissed. <laughs> if we were to record also our conversations on the phone, we'd have freaking eight ten, hours. Ten podcasts. Eight to ten hours yeah, of, of show a absolutely. week. Because like... <laughs> You stopped calling me recently because Kaylee is just like, you guys record a podcast together, but then you like call and talk about the podcast and other stuff. Because we were friends like before the show. Hours. Yeah. Like we didn't meet and be like, you didn't put out like a Craigslist ad. Yeah. Of like need a podcast rep. Come on. Who can well, be That's on how it? I got Jonah. Yeah. 
that is how you got Jonah. I was like, hey, I need some ha- extra hands on podcasts. I mean, and you know, Jonah was like, Jonah's- Jonah like commented on my post. and was like, yeah, I'm down. I was like, yeah. who are you? But okay, I'll take the extra I mean, hands. Hey, Jonah's a great guy. He's a great he guy. He really he's is. Definitely he's, an he's, answer to a Craigslist ad. He's actually. But he's a great guy. I, I do. I do genuine like as much like crap as we give Jonah. <laughs> I do genuinely love him. Yeah, I definitely. It just sucks how inconsistent he can be sometimes. Yeah, there's a lot of moments where you're just like, really ah, his fault, Jonah. Yeah, no, it's always situational. It's, it's always it's very situational. situational and I feel like we don't do a good enough job of like saying it's a situational thing. It's not like because we also don't want to put his personal like business care. out there. Yeah, because he does genuine like he he is genuinely sorry when he's not here, and every time he calls out last minute, it does have a legitimate reason yeah. it's even almost like though i'm tears. like i want to fire you yeah every time every time because we <laughs> me but and davy are such class sacrificial a, people yeah it's just like everything goes and this is the only thing we focus on yeah we're, yeah. we're like okay even if our house is burning down we kind of have to make this work yeah we kind of just still have to be here yeah like we hear and this is kind of the craziest thing to me, it makes me feel like a bad husband because I'll hear something from Jonah about like, I need to take care of the wife at home. She's sick or something like that. Something simple. And honestly, like really good props to him for being a good guy. Like you're a nice guy job. Jonah's a good guy. And, (laughs) (laughs) and, uh, it just, I hear something like that. And then I think about the exact same situation if I was in it and I was like, She'll tough it out for a couple hours. I'm I've had to record. force you to go home once. <laughs> you did. Cause she called me. My wife called me on the phone. And she was like, I'm like rough right now and I need some help. And this is bad. And I was like, okay, can you wait? <laughs> You're like, can you wait till after like, the can show? You wait. And John was like, dude, go home. No, like, just go home, bro. I was like, bro, let me record at least Patreon. Let me do Yeah, something. you're like, let me record half the episode. Like, no, yeah, I go wanted to record home. it. But it was before Patreon. I was like, let me just do an hour. Like, come on. I was like, just go home, bro. <laughs> yeah. We can figure it out. I called her angry from the car. Did you? <laughs> yeah. I got in the car, started it up, and was like, hey, I'm leaving. Are you happy? Like, You're just, so petty. I was so mad. You're so petty. so petty. You're so, so petty. petty. I mean, a couple minutes into the conversation, I'm not mad anymore. I get over it. But like, that's just how much me and Jav both care about investing in this show. Like, We want... We want to see it succeed, not because we see success as like an outlet of character or whatever. We want to see it succeed because we want to have that like just that moment of like, cool, we can keep doing this. We want to keep doing this. You know that most episodes don't make it past episode 21. Really? Mm -hmm. Dang. So we're just that stubborn. (laughs) We're that stubborn that I don't know, man. This one has been so different. It's this show's felt so normal to me. It's felt very natural. Like it, it just fits. This phone, this phone, this show has felt like the phone call that you and I have every week where we go, did you hear about this? And we talk about that. And like, I'll say, did you hear about the ex NRA president in a graduation speech? Mm -hmm. And you're like, no, what about it? And I go into it with you. And then we just talk for the next 45 minutes about how stupid certain things are oh yeah just it's just a did you hear about this it's almost like we're gossiping with each other in a way like legit Um, like yeah as much as we don't really prep for the actual show is we have so many conversations throughout the week that the show is just in essentially recapping our conversations what we've 
yeah. what we've talked about. Mm-hmm. We have to stop ourselves sometimes. We're like, okay, 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 no more, no more. There no more. are things where we're like, just because stop. now you're now you're hitting too hard and you're saying some stuff that we need recorded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's definitely moments where it's like, oh, did you hear about this? And we're like, oh, we can't even, we can't even touch. We can't even, this yeah, topic we can't even talk about this because topic. there's too much we can say on the show um, because we know ourselves and we know what happens when we get into a conversation. It's true. Yeah, and like people. So for those of you who are wondering, because I'm realizing that a lot of our listeners are people that don't know us, mm-hmm. we legitimately spend a lot of time together yeah. outside of the show. Yeah. Like legitimately, we're seeing each other at least if I'm not showing up early on our Wednesday night to record, I'm seeing you Thursday night, possibly yep. for when you're rehearsing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm seeing you Sundays. And there's just a ton of times where just phone calls in between and stuff like that. We spend so much time on the phone. It's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, really. Our I can, entire see, I can kind of see why call. your wife is pissed. Yeah. Um, but then and she gets pissed even more so when we schedule to do something in person because she's like, can't you just call him? <laughs> <laughs> you spend so much time on the phone. Why, why don't you just get yeah. on FaceTime? Like, dude, we we watched the Bo Burnham Inside <laughs> Special basically on the phone. Like, remotely yeah we watched the Bo Burnham special on discord like i was ready to hop in the car and drive and you're like bro let's watch on discord and i was like sick it's basically a phone call <laughs> like that's kind of the interesting thing and i will say this wholesome moment um our friendship is literally a phone call away the entire time yeah yeah like it's true all the whole time um, and maybe we spend, it's crazy to think about this because we spend so much time together, whether it's on the phone or in person or a combination of the two. But the funniest thing to me is we actually have toned it down since what we used to spend time together before we were both married. Yeah. Cause we used to be like every day I see you for like eight hours a day. Legit. Yeah. Yeah. When we were working at the same place, yeah, we like we spent all the same place, day together. We'd have lunch together. We would leave that place, hang out into the night mm-hmm. together. I mean, it was an everyday thing. Dude, there's one night you, you and somebody else came over and hung out and we were out to like two in the morning. Yeah. Playing basketball in a random yeah, basketball super random court basketball court with random people too. Legit, just yeah. straight up chilling. Yeah, and now we're like we're old men on the inside. <laughs> yeah, and like our wives are like, you guys hang out a lot. And we're like, not even close to yeah, compared to what we used to. You don't know what we used to do. <laughs> yeah, wild times. Yeah, wild, wild we times. We got to see it through, my boy. Yeah, yeah, we got to see it through. And now we're sitting one year mm-hmm. into a show. That we had a conversation at, at one of the worst restaurants in yeah, honestly. on Metro on why, on Peoria. Why native? <laughs> Which I think it's because they had like I don't know. They it was had just like open. It was just open. They were that's what it was. They were just open. And we we're just like let's let's hang. Yeah, let's get some wings. And honestly, it would be dangerous if we lived closer because we live. Yeah, we 40 live minutes 40, apart. 45 minutes apart one way, and it is it is <laughs> it is interesting to me that if like I lived closer to you or you lived closer to me how much more often we would be getting together and either working to make the show and do more for the show or just, ah, dude, I just need to get some work done. Can I just come over? Yeah. Like legit. Yeah. Like it would be just a ton of that because we're so used to that. I think even years after the time that we spent working together, um, even though we're still working together, um, years after that. No, we're not. Yeah. This isn't like a job though. Oh, I thought Um, you were talking about the other thing. No, 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 no. I was I'm like, saying, don't you try that. I yeah. see you. Even though we're both in the same staff position. Stop that <laughs> nonsense. Um, but I will say years past when we would work together, um, 
even now, if we were to like live together, it would be very easy to slip back into the idea of, hey, I got some stuff I got to do. Can I just come over and do that? Yeah. Um, for either of us, like just it's like we sat, we we're so used to being able to sit in a room together and just like work on different things and just yeah. have like small like, banter. It doesn't in even have to be collaboration. It's just we're working. Be on two our completely own different stuff things, and we it would just be done. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. Which is why this show has worked out mm-hmm. because we we if anybody's looking for a podcast advice, which I I get a lot surprisingly for not having we're so great no (laughs) (laughs) i think it's because we're so willing to talk about the good the bad and the ugly yeah yeah is that at the end of the day if trust me there's a lot of good (laughs) there really there really is is we don't argue a lot about the show no we don't really but that's only because we set expectations up front yeah where we're like okay this is what it is this is what we're going to do and this is our plan whereas everything that we argue about I don't even think we've argued in a I while. I think the things we argue about are just us being petty. Yeah. About stuff. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like when you do this. Well, I don't like when you do that. Yeah. Like, and then, then like petty. anything else is like, hey, you didn't do this and you yeah. need to do it. Mm-hmm. And and so. And we I, own up to that stuff too. Realistically, yeah. all of it is taking ownership of when we screw up and we're like, we, yeah. Yeah. You know, you didn't get the clip out this week. Shoot. And then another week is you didn't get me the full video till Friday and you want a clip by Saturday. Yeah, that's my fault. Yeah, it is what it is. And we got to grow. We got to be better. And the the truth is, is that if anybody in here is listening and they're thinking like, I want to make a podcast with my friend, you Which, have to have a friendship that yeah. transcends arguments. Yeah, absolutely. Because like having a podcast with someone is very much like being a roommate. Oh, for sure. And you shouldn't yeah. be a roommate, which is anybody. Yeah. Like if you want to be a roommate with someone and you're like, I can live with this person, I can get to know all about them and I can get to know their faults and I can fight with them and be mm-hmm. cool with it and we can move on. Then you're so set to start a podcast with that person. Yeah. But if they're a friendship that I wouldn't say a surface level, they're a deeply rooted friend in your life and you still have moments where you're like, I'm going to be pissed for a few days about this. Yeah. That might be hard because you could step into a room where you're sitting down and you have to record. And in a way, you have to be like on for it. And it's really hard to be on when you're not feeling in the relationship. I would even say that a surface level friendship would be easier to do a show with than somebody that you're genuinely connected with. Yeah. Because me and you are genuinely connected. And I know that if, if we had... If me and other friends would have the same disagreements that me and you have had, mm-hmm. that it would just like it would disintegrate our friendship. Yeah, for because sure. the surface Cause we've level argued friendship about some real stuff yeah. on on on, on the air. Show. Let it be recorded. Yeah, that we're and like okay. At the end of the day, we're good. But yeah, yeah. some of my friendships I know would crumble under mm-hmm. that type of scrutiny. Because a surface a surface level friend, you can have a lot more of an easy. You can just have an easier time being mad at them. Because they're not that close. They're not that hard to be angry at or angry with. It's not easy to take a deeply rooted friend in your life and try to solve what you're mad about before yeah. you fall asleep that night because you're not going to get over it that easily. Yeah. yeah. It's tough. It's tough, yeah. dude. Now, yeah. I mean, this is actually a crazy thing. What? When we first started the show, you did this all the time when we first started the show. What? You would call me. Like an hour after we're done recording and I've already left just to see if I was good and to see if we were good. 
Yeah. Because we would have a fight or something on the show. Yeah. And you would be like, hey, just want to make wanna sure check we're, we're yeah. still good. And I'd be like, yeah, dude, it's fine. I like yeah. <laughs> that happens so often in it the beginning. So often in the beginning that when you stop doing that, it switched. And I started doing it because I was like, are we good? Yeah. Are we okay? <laughs> <laughs> because I know that in, in a lot of my friendships that if we were to have those type of arguments, especially recorded, mm-hmm. it would be like, nah, screw that. Mm-hmm. Nope. We're not good. Yep. So I'd be like, okay, before you go to sleep, just let me know we're good. Like we're solid. We're fine. Everything's good. Yeah. We argued pretty hard on that topic and I want to make sure that we're solid. Yeah. Yeah. This is crazy because I can't even like remember really what we argued about. (laughs) Well, when Um, we started, the election was starting to ramp up. Yeah. Uh, Coronavirus is ramping up. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was so much change in the world. There was a lot of change in the world. I think our very first episode, we talked about George George Floyd. Floyd. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, that's that's an intense conversation to have. Absolutely. And we both had like our own takes on it. Um, We were along the same pages, but like your take was very strong and very emotional and very emotionally driven. Yeah. Um, mine wasn't, I was more removed from it. So there was, it wasn't argument. It was just more like, this is a hard thing to talk about for sure. And we walked away from that conversation being like, did I say something wrong? Mm-hmm. Because it was our first conversation on that air. we had on air about stuff yeah. like that. Cause like you have a conversation that's not recorded and you can easily just check in during the conversation and be like, are we good? Like, are we still good here? Yeah. yeah. But when you're recording it, that's like, that's like weak sauce moves to do. Facts. Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna check in and see if you're okay. Oh my god! No, I want to double oh down god. and show my authority and that I'm a strong, independent guy. That I'm like, the dominant. Yeah, that I'm, I'm, the, I'm dominant, the alpha. Dude. Yeah, two yeah. alphas in one room. Two alphas in a room, and then we just like <laughs> they might kiss. Can't say sorry. <laughs> two bros. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that TikTok? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they might kiss. <laughs> Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, it's just it was it was it was a wild time. It is a wild time. It is because it's not like it's over. No, we're just in year two now, and we we've seen so much development in our show. Yeah, like I mean, the like um, decent takes serving mediocrity masses organizes the globe was something that happened about thirty weeks in. Yeah, that was a new thing halfway through this year. Basically, where you were just like, oh, this sounds great. You said it on accident in a show, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you just you opened a show with it, and then I added the "you decide" thing, yep. mm-hmm. and then we closed with that because, like, we did that one episode, and then the very next we finished it, and you were like, "Hey, by the way, that was really cool. We should keep doing that." Yeah. And then the next episode came, we did that. I added the "you decide," and then at the very end, added the "you decided." Dude, when you did the "you decided," I was like. Let's go. That's a wrap. That is it. That's that, a wrap, that is my it. guy. Yeah. And so many people have reached out. I'm like, I love your guys' tagline. I'm like, it happened. Like, yeah, it was It natural. wasn't something we sat down and created. Yeah. And I think a lot of our show, the best things that have come from our show have been from things that just happened. Mm-hmm. Where we're like the What's calling funny segment. is the episode where I said, you decided when we started off and I was like, you decide like that right after I said it, I was like, oh, when we end up saying you decided in the entire episode, if you look back at that episode, if you do your research, I'm getting more and more giddy near the end because I'm getting ready to say it. 
Like I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna see it. I'm gonna see it. Let's go. And I'm like, you decided. And I was like, oh, I did it. Let's go. History has been made. Like just Yeah, dude. And like so many of the things we've created throughout yeah, the like show. My stupid yell when the show starts off. I don't even know when that started. I don't, don't know I don't why know it why. started. It started but you kept it because I didn't like it. Yeah. And yeah. now I like it. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it happened and then we finished again, we finished the episode. You bring it up and you're like, That was that was annoying. Like you just called me out on it and I was like, it's happening next episode. <laughs> you're like, you're like, you legit. That was one of the things that you were like, yeah, I'm keeping that. Yeah. And I, I was, was strong. Like, I strong handed you on that. Strong armed you on that. Yeah. I was like, I was oh, like, so that. that's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's job show. I'm not arguing, but I'm keeping that. <laughs> that's the thing that people have to realize is that just because somebody's the number one doesn't mean that the number two doesn't have a lot of input. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there have been a ton of things that like, in the moment, I go, I don't like this. I, I'm not a super fan of this, but I trust you enough as my my best friend to, you think this is a good idea? Let's just freaking try it. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, then it just didn't work. Yeah. And then we'll just stop doing it. Big example of that is the improv segment. That Huge we're one. still developing. Like that's still a new thing that we're trying to figure out. What does this exactly look like? And that was just a spur of the moment. We had a fun moment of improv just randomly in an mm-hmm. episode. And I was like, this could be an episode. This could be a segment. This could be and a thing. And I originally was like, Mm-mm. no, that's not a thing. I was like, that, that doesn't fit into the structure. You literally said. Structure of yeah. our show. You literally said, um, I'll let you give it a try, but I don't think it'll succeed. Like, yeah. I said, <laughs> I, I don't get it, but. I trust yeah. you enough that if you, that you episode, thoroughly believe in this, like, you were so ready. I went into to that execute. episode heavy kidding. Like let's you were so go. ready to execute, yeah. and that's why it worked. Mm-hmm. And the call exam we had because we we're like, I think it was just that we wanted to call something about. We wanted to call somebody about something, and then we we're like, oh, we should just keep calling people because that's fun. Yeah, until we kind of like it just got repetitive, and we were like, okay, let's make this rare and then let's just not make this a thing really Mm -hmm. because it got replaced by 60 second takes which we keep we still say your our new segment 60 we still say it we do we still say our new segment or your next favorite because technically the new segment is the improv segment yeah it is but it's not finished correct yeah once it's finished it'll be the new segment Right now, um, 60 not second repl- takes. Not for replacing the last 60 second takes, but in addition weeks, to. Or 30 weeks, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But 60 second takes happens because we just like, okay, let's do quick grind takes on something. Yeah, we did grind, the grind my, my gears, gears thing. thing. Yeah. It's so crazy how all this show is just kind of created, how it creates itself over time. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest like, thing for creators is that they're scared to switch away from whatever their schedule is, whatever their idea is. And they need to be able to just go, okay, I'm willing to be different than i was last week yeah like i think for our show we set the non-negotiables pretty strong we were like we want to hit this mark of a time frame of how long we record we want to make sure that what we record fits the brand of the show of decent takes like it's decent it doesn't have to be expert opinion it's just it doesn't have to be well thoroughly researched it's our opinions just having that background noise conversation for people to listen to as their second favorite podcast all that stuff like these are our non-negotiables. And then when it yeah. came to the show itself, it was Jav had an idea about something really cool, worked really well, or it was just a lot of fun while we were recording. So we kept it. And then I had an idea for something. Uh, I don't know. And then we try it and then we have a lot of fun with it and we keep it. Like there's just, there's a back and forth there. Like an, inst- an instance of calling segment was your idea, 
really cool, worked really well, and then kind of dwindled off. And it just turned into your idea, 60 Second Takes, which grew and became this whole thing. And we're like, oh, we have to keep that. Then it was because your idea some- for it to be the ending of the show. Yeah, 60 Seconds was to like, the end. Yep, that's yeah. sick. I like that to end the show. Yeah. Um, and then now this improv thing that we're trying to do. Which you came up with. Yeah. So there's really just, cool. there's a lot of back and forth here. And it's, you can keep your non-negotiables, but you don't have to be afraid to make change and mm-hmm. to develop something further. Like no idea starts out perfect this, the moment it comes to being. Facts. It grows and it develops and it becomes something more. Decent Takes was generally an idea to just have a conversation. It, was, mm-hmm. it wasn't even too much news related at first. It was like, let's have conversations at all, really. about stuff. And then we found stuff to talk about. We turned it into a talk show, turned it into like almost late night talk show mm-hmm. vibes. And then it just kept growing from there. And Re- realistically, it's when I still think about developing. It, it really reminds me of like the midnight breakfast club. Mm. Yeah. Like it's like a conversation about everything that's happening, happened throughout the week at night. We're having drinks. We're hanging out. And it's just the boys having a conversation on the back of a porch, whatever. Yeah. But also keeping the energy of not, the typical really late night conversation. Yeah, because like late night conversations don't carry an energy that we carry. And even though it is late, we're loud. We legitimately record at night. Yeah. It's 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 always night. We've never recorded during the day. No. Never recorded during the day. We've always recorded at night. And we've always recorded ending around like ten thirty or eleven o'clock at night. Yeah. Like it's already almost ten o'clock right now. Yeah. Crazy. But it's just it's been a really cool ride to see where how far we've come. And I think what's great is we're only starting. True. Yeah. Like just general. And we're starting into year two with new format, new setup, new ideas, new topics, new strategy. New I social mean, media, new schedule, social media schedule, new clip ideas. I mean, we're really just diving headfirst into this because we love doing this. And I think that's really the point I was making about success is we want to see success for something because we just love doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Like our success is we've never cared about analytics. In fact, for like the first 20, 20 to 30 episodes, we didn't even promote. Yeah. Because we were just locking in what we were doing. Yeah. And then now we're like, okay, now let's get people in listening. Now we have Patreon going. We have yeah. a sponsorship with Nevco. Like yeah. legitimately use code decent getting takes. things rolling. Or use code decent. Yeah, use code 10%. decent at nevcoproducts.com. Yeah. Get you some Ooh. CBD so you can sleep because that yeah. junk is fire. It is fire. Um, but it's just really cool. Yeah. Now, do you think it's time to jump into some improv before we reminisce some more? Yeah, let's jump into some improv, John. Because give me, give me the top. You know, we got we got a lot of cool things going on here with the Decent Take Show. But what if we wanted to do something new? What if we wanted to start something off crazy, new, fun TV show? Maybe new podcast, new radio show. I don't know, new something. So this prompt for our improv show is: pitch me something new. So we're going to be pitching each other something completely new and fun with a back and forth. So I'll start off with a new show. Jav comes back and is like, oh, yeah, and it would be so cool if we had this. We keep going back and forth until it gets so ridiculous someone laughs, and if that person laughs, they're out. Okay, let's try it. Let's try it. Let's give it a shot. Want me to jump in? Yeah, start it. All right, this is my show. Dude, I'm talking about doggies in diapers. We just got to be recording some dogs in diapers and just see the cute stuff that they do. I honestly think that it shouldn't be dogs, but it should be giraffes. 
giraffes in diapers, bro. You know, I think that would be cool. But here's the thing. Put the giraffes diapers on their face. Why would you put them on your face? Use diapers on giraffes faces. Use the use diapers by dogs on giraffes faces. That's the show. I we love do that. use diapers on giraffes from dogs faces in the giraffes mouths. Delicious. But isn't that literally just David Spade? <laughs> you lost. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that literally David Spade? <laughs> what? <laughs> Just like an obscure, like basically. I just thought know, I'd throw something out there to see what would happen. <laughs> Isn't that? <laughs> Shout out to David Spade. Nah, we love you. <laughs> I got to shortchange me. Oh man! All right, you start the prompt. All right, astronauts. I'm thinking of uh, of a movie. Of modern day millen- Gen Z astronauts going to space for the first time. Whoa! But here's the thing: person in charge of the space program is a boomer. A boomer being Elon Musk, dude. A boomer be Elon Musk, who's running the space station. But I'm talking a little bit further, a little bit more. Let's try Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Why do Clint Eastwood when we can do Bill Clinton? Dude, Bill Clinton eating bees with Clint Eastwood dining room style. Not to mention what's going on under the desk. Talking about. <laughs> I win. Let's go. Let's go. The Bill Clinton, Clint Eastwood under the desk. What? Uh, I'm bad at these. Let's uh, let's jump right back into it. All right. Listen to me. I'm talking. Candles, Candelabra, Beauty and the Beast, Backstory, Beauty and the Beast from the perspective of Gaston. Let's talk about Gaston when he was born. Let's talk about the conception of Gaston. Go. I don't know what Gaston is. (laughs) Okay. A lot of people I know got Gaston. (laughs) That's not funny. That's not funny. That's not funny. <laughs> That's not funny at all. Don't laugh at that. That's not funny. Don't laugh, John. Um, so we're talking about um <laughs> what was the premise? Gaston. The birth of Gaston? The birth of Gaston, the uh villain from Beauty and the Beast. Okay, I've never seen the Beauty and the Beast. Well, you've never seen Beauty and the Beast? Never in my life. All right, change it up. Come Let's on. Change it up. Change it up. All right, forget Gaston. I'm talking So instead about- of Beauty and the Beast, it's uh it's a uh, Beauty and the Beast, but it's Wendy Williams and Kevin Hart. Oh, okay. So which one's the beauty and which one's the beast? The beauty's Kevin. (laughs) The beauty's Kevin? Yep. You know, he is very dainty. He's got little feet, little hands, little man. And Wendy Williams has large feet. (laughs) Yep. Large Large feet, large hands. You know what happens to large feet? Large toes. Yeah. Where's she putting her toes? In Kevin Hart's butthole. Oh, wow. It's a kinky movie. A kinky movie. Beauty and the Beast. Kevin Hart's the beauty. Wendy Williams is the beast. Mm-hmm. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Well, it's what she says on the Wendy Williams show. I know, but I, for some reason, it, I, I wasn't expecting you to do that. You weren't expecting a grown white man to know the Wendy yep, Williams show. I wasn't. <laughs> I like my drama. Okay. <laughs> I give it to you. Shoot. That's a dub. That was a dub. All right. Look, ginger ale mixed with 
American allspice turned into Kentucky fried bourbon, then deep fry it with some butter, throw it in someone's pig, and then watch the pig explode. I'm talking about new radio show called Pigs Porkers Ointment Cream. Go. And every time a midget eats it, they grow taller. I'm saying if a tree falls in a forest. Goes from Kevin Hart to Shaquille O'Neal every time. But they have to eat it. The whole pig. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Brad Williams turns to Chris Hemsworth. One bite. You watch Kevin Hart's just mouth open up like a viper. Like he dislodges his his mouth orifice and just shoves that pig right in. And then it comes out in the same form. Yeah. Pigs. The pig never is digested. It always just keeps tracking through. Human centipede, but for midgets. But instead of midgets, it's human centipede for all people as large as Shaquille O'Neal. Then trope goes back to the movie A Bug's Life. Shaquille O'Neal, human centipede, sits up and goes, I'm a beautiful butterfly. And, you know, flies away. When he flies away, he turns around and he goes, Rawr. Turns around. <laughs> turns around, goes, Rawr. I'm a giraffe. With a short neck. <laughs> He's like, I'm a giraffe. <laughs> I'm a giraffe. I need my pig. Spits the pig out. Pig turns into a rocket. Rocket flies to the other end. And rocket just, you just watch the worm as the rocket flies through the flying human centipede of Shaquille O'Neal's. Amy Schumer. Is the love interest. To Ellen DeGeneres. They make Played by baby. David Spade. Adam Sandler is the godmother. Played by Justin Bieber. Shrek makes an appearance. Vin Diesel's the main character. As an EDM artist. Oh, dude, I didn't know we were describing the next Fast and Furious movie. Paul Walker comes back. Oh. It's been a long day. And it's not. Without you, my friend. And it's. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you. Rar. Again, he's a metal rocker. Paul Walker's a metal rocker. Mm-hmm. Paul Rocker. It's Ow. just an urn rocking back and forth. <laughs> I went. <laughs> I was so wrong. <laughs> that was actually one of my favorite characters, and that's the reason I stopped watching Fast and Furious because Paul Walker was gone. Yeah. He's the only good part about when it. When they did the tribute thing to him at the end of the, what was it, Fast Five? That song, Loki, kind of made me cry. Yeah, it was an Not emotional even, moment. Not even going to talk about it. Oh, my gosh. Um, do you want to do another improv or you want to just cut it there? Because that was a long boy. Yeah, uh, we can cut it there. Yeah, that was fun, though. That was, that was a good time. There's so many moments where it's like, I want to break, I but like, I oh, can't. Not going to happen, bud. The roar almost got me. No, no. The, I'm a giraffe. <laughs> Dang, I should have referenced that guy from uh, 90 Day Fiance who has Big no Ed. Name. Big Ed. I'm a giraffe. Played by Big Yo, Ed. <laughs> we were watching. So, have you ever seen um, MasterChef? Uh, yeah. You know the Graham? No, I don't. The big guy. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 
Bro, there was one point where he's like talking to a contestant and uh, he's like, you need to respect. You need to be better at these challenges because I stuck my neck out for you. And instantly my thought was, no, you didn't. <laughs> Impossible. You can't stick your neck out for yourself. You need to be better at these challenges because I stuck <laughs> my neck out for you. See? When I stick my neck out, my whole body goes with it. I stick out my whole body for you. Okay. Are there any of these topics we need to hit? Nah. I mean, I mean it might be fun to go into the conspiracy one, but honestly, I feel like we should devote more time to it. Yeah, we can wait on that one. It. We can wait on two of those conspiracies. Oh, wait. No, yeah. let's talk about this Courtney Love. Oh, yeah, that's fun. Okay, so yeah. Talk about this. You got the picture? Yeah, I'm pulling okay, it up right so now. Okay, so Courtney Love has accused Olivia Rodrigo of copying right live through this album cut co- or live through this album cover from her band, Hole. Now, I'm... I see, I see the... I see it? Yeah. That's hard because so some are saying that both and I think both have claimed this. Um, they are both pulling inspiration from the movie Carrie about the like uh, teenage girl goes to prom. They dump pig's blood on her and then she gets enraged. It's a horror movie. She gets enraged and like things can just start setting on fire when she wants them to. She can move people around with her mind, stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so it's just basically woman scorned murders everybody. Um, pretty crazy. It's hard. So it's hard for me. So they look very different. They but do. When but you they, take the details, the girl yeah. with the crown crying with flowers in the her flowers, hands, the running mascara, the, the prom dress. dress it's hard. Yeah. Strong, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, it is very it's definitely similar. Inspired. So very first thing that comes into this, Courtney Love posts a picture of, um, close up of the album cover, um, of Olivia Rodrigo's album. And she just says, spot the difference. Hashtag twinning. That kind of starts this whole thing. Then it kind of just keeps going from there. Um, where let's see, we got the spot, the difference, uh, uh, then, okay. Olivia Rodrigo comments on love's post saying that she's a fan of the alternative rock star. She says, love you and live through this so much is what she wrote, okay, referencing that album. And then Courtney Love goes, Olivia, you're welcome. My favorite florist is in Notting Hill, London. DM, DM me for deets. deets. Um, I look forward to reading your note. And it just kind of goes back and forth with them a little bit. Um, and then finally, there is some, uh, let's see. Let, who is this? Who is this person that's saying stuff? Because if you're not, if you don't matter, then you just don't matter. Okay, so no, there's there's a little bit more of like criticism that comes through. Like, um, it was some people saying it was rude of her and Rodrigo's label um, to not ask. Um, so Courtney loves saying this to not ask herself or her photographer um, for permission. Um, and Love wrote, "It's happened my whole career, so I don't care." But manners is manners. So they're saying it's stealing an original idea. Like, there's just a lot that's going into this. Basically, just basically just the drama gang, honestly. And it's just a back and forth. Okay. Uh, they're definitely similar. Yeah. I, as much as I want, you know, there's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. And the two album covers are very similar. Yeah. And they do have the, the similarities that we spoke about. So I don't know if I would call it out like that as Courtney Love. Here's what I would say. 
I think Courtney Love is calling this out as a publicity stunt because Hole is nowhere near as popular as Olivia Rodrigo is right now. That is true. And also, Courtney Love killed Kurt Cobain. Cobain, Who are you going to bounce back from? Are you going to bounce back from being a murderer? Or are you bounce back from uh, this weird album cover drama? So it's it, I get it. It's it's yeah, a it's, it's a publicity just, it move. Like publicity so move. whatever. We'll we'll let her have it. Yeah. Um, one thing that I know that we need to talk about this week, obviously, we'll do this as the last topic before sixty second takes. Fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Sorry, my leg itched. Britney Spears. Ah. When we started the show, when we started the Patreon show, we were we wanted to talk about how Britney Spears, um. She spoke out about her conservatorship and how it's been ruining her life. I mean, it's been a terrible situation. In fact, the conspiracy episode that we talked about that we never dropped. We talked a lot about the Britney Spears. Just as a fun bonus thing. I don't even know if I still have it, but maybe. (laughs) Yeah. If if I can find it tomorrow, I'll I'll just throw it on Patreon just to see. It's a one year. Thank you. Yeah, it's been wild. Um. But basically, Britney Spears is in a conservatorship that is completely wrong. Yeah, not fair. Not not fair at all. But she testified against it. She did. She testified against it, saying that she is not for it anymore. Um, maybe never was. And, and she's been fighting against it. Yep. And there are celebrities that have been bouncing back and saying, hey, you're right. Um, Halsey tweeted out saying, bless Brittany, and I hope with my whole heart that she is awarded freedom from this abusive system. She deserves it more than anything. I admire her courage. Speaking up for herself today, um, Jamila Jamil said, wishing all the luck in the world to Tahani's good friend, Britney Spears, today. It is the most bizarre theft of freedom that has happened right in front of our eyes for over a decade now. And I hope she finds assistance with organizing her life that she is comfortable with now. I mean, there are so many here. I mean, Justin Timberlake said no one should ever be held against their will yeah. or ever have to ask permission to access anything that they've worked so hard for. Yeah. I mean, there is a lot of celebrity support. I mean, I could keep going on and on with the celebrity support here. A big notable thing that came out is Jamie Lynn Spears, star of Zoe 101. Stars are, you didn't even know who Zoe 101 was. No, I wasn't a big fan. Which to is be honest. wild to me because I loved Zoe 101. I don't know. When I, just I, was ne- I never got into it. I, it was, I was my. The, I was the kid growing up that was like, "Ah, I must be a girl show. I'm not going to watch it. I did not give a crap. And I'm regretting that now because I'm hearing how great it was. But uh, Zoe 101 or Jamie Lynn Spears, she spoke out um, following the hearing saying, hey, everybody, I just want to take a second to address a few things. Um, Brittany's younger sister said, and in the first of a series of stories she posted to her official Instagram account, she said, the only reason I haven't before is because I have, I felt like until my sister was able to speak for herself and say what she felt she needed to say publicly, that it wasn't really my place and it wasn't the right thing to do. But now that she's very clearly outspoken and said what she needed to say, I feel like I can now follow her lead and say what I feel I need to say. She said, and this is her quote, she said, I am not my family. I am my own person. I am speaking for myself. If ending the conservatorship and flying to Mars or whatever the hell she else is what she wants to do to be happy, I support her 100% because I support my sister. Um, she said that in summation, I love my sister, always have, always will, as long as she's happy. Um, so this is really like a, a kind of a heart, like 
heart-wrenching moment because yeah. all of this comes after the hearing. All of this is people speaking out and saying, hey, support Britney, support Britney, support Britney. There were protests happening free in Britney. streets, free Britney protests. It's been happening for years. Yeah, and now we get the decision back. And they have not granted an end to the conservatorship. Not at all. Oh, man. Um, so it looks like the fight, honestly, is still going on. The conservatives request Britney. to suspend James P. Spears immediately upon the appointment of the Bessemer Trust Company of California. A sole conservative of the estate is denied without prejudice. So basically, her dad will not be removed as the conservator of her estate, which is terrible, man. It freaking sucks. Yep. It's something we've been talking about for pretty much over a, almost over a year now. That this is insane, and it, there's it, there's so much nuance to it. The fact that her dad's getting paid on the gross income that she's making, that she still has her residency in Vegas, that she's still on tour, that she still has to do all this stuff to make all this money, still getting paid like two thousand dollars a week when she's made millions upon millions of dollars that she'll never see because yeah. this conservatorship is just insane. And and I, I just I encourage all of you listening to really look into this situation and do the due diligence for yourself. If you want to listen, hear this direct from Brittany, it is my wish and dream for all of this to end. I want my life back. I truly believe this conservatorship is abusive. I want to end the conservatorship without being evaluated. I want to petition to end the conservatorship. She was so clear in what she wants for her life. I mean, this is not allowing her to have, I, I believe custody of her children, to um, remarry or have more children if she chose it's to definitely have that in the future. Not, she's definitely not able to marry or have more children. Yeah, that for I sure we know. I don't know if she know. has custody of her um, children. But it just is so abusive and so limiting to her freedoms. Um, simply just freedoms as an American, freedoms as an American citizen, freedoms that each of us can love and just flourish in each day she doesn't get to have because yeah. of this conservatorship. Swallowed. And court systems are still saying no to her denial of this um so really this is something i think if you just have a care in the world about freedom not even about britney just you care about someone having their freedom to live their life as they choose um definitely look into this maybe find one of those petitions as to how you can get involved yeah simply just sign and show your support because this is something that we should probably all be supporting and backing absolutely yeah all right well, that Let's, being said, uh, Bill Cosby's whoo! free. But if you yeah. want to hear our takes on that, go to patreon.com slash season takes show. With that being said, be ready for our new favorite, favorite segment, segment, 60 Second, second Takes. Right Woo! now, this segment, our <laughs> six, six second take segment this week will be on celebrities, celebrities that we believe could replace our co-host. Yeah, because you know what? <laughs> we're in a year. We got to figure out if we need to make some serious, drastic changes. So we're pitching our celebrity replacements and we're going to either give our rebuttal as to how we should stay or wow, that person's way better than me. And so, uh, they cannot yeah. bring their celebrity status. They are coming strictly as the personality that they are exactly. without their millions of followers, potentially. Mm -hmm. um, so if you would like to go first or I can go first, it's completely up to you. Absolutely. I will go first. Right. And here's uh, here's what I got to say about this, too. Um, you guys should totally get invested and involved 
involved in 60 second takes. You should. We've been doing this a long enough, uh, long enough to basically say, if you got some interesting takes that you just want to bring up to us, tweet at us at the decent takes show. Um, and definitely be commenting down below on like our YouTube videos and stuff and just be like, whoa, whoa. Totally and messed just be, that up. Uh, <laughs> just be commenting down below and being like, hey, here's a crazy take about a celebrity that could replace you. Let us know in the comments down below. But here is my celebrity for you job, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. You took one of mine. <laughs> That's fine because we're going to do three since we're already uh, uh, quite a bit a into, into this show. Um, let's start the show. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, if you were to replace me on this show, I don't think that you and Davey could have actual banter together. Huh. I think that one of you would directly take over the show because both of you feel the need to be the number two. Whoa. I'm just kidding. Um, I feel like that actually could possibly work. I just don't know that The Rock has the charisma. Mm. To keep up, I feel like he does very well with somebody who's very charismatic, which is why the duo between him and Kevin Hart works so well because Kevin Hart has this take that is obviously a Kevin Hart take that's big, that's me, right? Yeah. And then uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson comes back with a little slapback that like stings just enough that you're like, oh, that was good. But without that other polarizing personality, it doesn't work. Dang. So that's my take on that. Here's my rebuttal to it. Real simple. Um, I think that you made such a good case and such a strong case that Dwayne The Rock Johnson should replace me. Absolutely. I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, my dude. That's how every one of these will go. It's just you say something. I'm like, they should replace me. I don't know. I say because something and you're like, nah, they should replace you. Mine is Owen Wilson. <laughs> Who? No, I'm just kidding. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> okay, here's why I don't think Owen Wilson um, would make it in the podcasting world, period. And oh my, take it. <laughs> I think that too many people would meme his personality, even without the fan base. I think we could recreate the memes. And with recreating the memes, it would just be a new like uprising of how funny it was when we had those. And I, I think that it just it would it just wouldn't work. I mean, it's the same thing as if saying like uh, the Lincoln guy. What's that guy who does the Lincoln commercials? Uh, Matthew McConaughey. It's it's the same thing as Matthew McConaughey um, is Owen Wilson. They're the same person. They just have different accents. Stop the clock. All right. <laughs> Good deal. Oh, man. That was, that was good. Number two out of three. What you got? All right. Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian couldn't be a part of this show simply because of the fact that I will double down on anything that she believes in. There will be no, there will be no banter back and forth. Dang. I think that she is 100% correct on everything that she ever says. Because we have made the decision before now <laughs> she is always to right. double down that Kim Kardashian is always right. No matter what yep. she does, she steals the statue from Italy. doesn't matter. They should have been better at not letting the statue come out of her state. Mm. She divorced Kanye. I kind of disagree with that one. But other than that, everything else I 100% agree with. And she became a lawyer to keep black people out of prison. So mad respect. It would just be a completely different show, but I think we could make it work. So, Kim, if you want to replace Davey, I am down to make that work. Wait. Stop the freaking clock. I was talking about her replacing you. What? It was my celebrity replace you. Restart my clock. Kim Kardashian and Davey will absolutely never work because <laughs> Davey is white, and you can't have two white. You can't have a white person in Armenia on the show. 
to keep it interesting. I don't think that this would work out. I think what? that uh, Davey obviously would play the sub while Kim Kardashian plays the dom in this situation. And nobody wants to listen to a podcast where Kim Kardashian's talking. This is all I have to say about that. Um, hey, guys. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, oh, man. Here's mine. And I, I'm actually very curious about your thoughts on this. Me and Andrew Schultz. Whoa. Okay, here's the thing. You and Andrew Schultz would never work. And this is the only reason why. You would be too, like, you remove the fan base, remove everything. Just Andrew Schultz as a person is still someone you would gawk at. Still someone you would be like, oh, that was good. That was so good. Wow. Oh, that was good. The whole show would be him talking and you going, yeah, dude, that was good. Man, oh, I love you. I love you. Like that's you, that's that's just that's you and Andrew Schultz the whole way through. It would just be another Andrew Schultz podcast. You'd just be the hype man. <laughs> Stop the clock. Listen up. You're right, man. I love Andrew <laughs> Schultz, man. I can't even. I don't even know what I would do, man. I'd be like, Yo, that's funny as heck, bro. That's wild. I ain't never even thought of that, dog. Like, and he's so tall, like, Yo. <laughs> like I don't even know what I don't even know what I would do. Like yo, like bro, when 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 <laughs> when I went to Andrew Schultz comedy show, I'm not even fan girl, man. I'm cool, whatever. But like I was like, he's right there though. Like he's right there. Like I could, <laughs> like I got spit on his forehead right now. Like yo, like if <laughs> such a fan boy. I don't, I don't even care. Don't even care. He's the greatest comedian of all time. Oh, don't man. even care. Done. See, that's the craziest thing about the podcast that he's on. I don't fangirl about many people, but I people, freaking love that dude. The people that he does podcasts with, they they like converse with him. They disagree with him. There's like, back I would and forth. I would disagree with them. Sure, but you would never double down on it a disagreement. It would no, be like, I, would, I, I would. I would. I would. I would now. You would now. Yeah. You think so? After I knowing would, it in advance, you would. I would because I I I'm a patron of the Flagrant Two show. Mm. And there are a lot of takes that Andrew has. I'm like, nah, dog. Nope. Nah. I'm not I think I would that. argue with him just to see if I could put him in the spin cycle. Ah. Like, that would be my goal. Like, get him, make him second guess himself. That'd be the whole conversation. Nice. After 30 minutes of me going, dude, I can't okay. believe we're having this conversation. Last one? Last one for I'm giving you, you yep, for yep. me? All right. The entire, <laughs> the entire group of NSYNC. Like, including Justin Timberlake, entire group. It wouldn't work because decent takes wouldn't work. Because <laughs> I feel like they'd be so boring. I feel like... I feel like I've never sat down and gone, I wonder what Justin Timberlake's take on this is. <laughs> <laughs> that has never been anybody's thought. Nobody's ever been up. like, I wonder what Justin Timberlake thinks about this topic. Like, oh Justin Timberlake was even the last person that you talked about his testimony to the Britney Spears thing. <laughs> he was the last person that you mentioned, which is perfect proof that a show of you and Justin Timberlake would be absolute trash cans. That's my, that time. <laughs> this is the funny thing to me. I mentioned that because I know how much you'd be like, hate it, hate the idea. And I agree. 
I think it would be so weird. It would be literally, it wouldn't be decent takes. It would be the Davies show with NSYNC singing backup. Like, I mean, taking away the fans and the fame, that's what it would be. That's true. And I, I, I honestly don't agree. think that NSYNC without their fan base, I don't think they could build it back up in 2021. I agree. Hot take, but I think that's how it is. Okay, well, uh, I guess we'll do the last one of the show, which kind of makes me want to change who I was thinking of. Oh, I want to change it. Tell me at least who the person was before. Uh, The person before was nobody. The the person before was Kevin Hart. Oh, wow. But I would like to change it to a more balanced conversation, which I feel like could be really nice. Nice. Actually, I have two more. Do you have one more that you can give? I can get one more for you. Okay, so I'll do this one first. Um, this one's different. It's going to be Charlemagne. Whoa. What do you think? To replace me? Yeah. Same thing as Andrew Schultz. Yeah. No way. Same exact thing. Put the camera on. Go me. ahead. What you doing? Oh, I'm sorry. It's on. Oh, it's on me. Come on, Jonah. <laughs> Put the camera on me. <laughs> it's not even Jonah. It's me. Oh, man. No, Um, I'm just saying, like, I feel like Charlemagne would say something. You'd be like, whoo. That's right. That's I feel like the entire show you would be learning something. Like the entire show you would be like, "Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah." And then he would get quiet cuz he does. He like he says this thing and then he stops. And you'd be like, "No, go on." You <laughs> were like, "No, keep going. Come on." Yeah. No, you got more to say. Oh, okay, let me read the next thing for you. And then you just talk about it, okay? Can you just talk about it? Oh, yeah, um, this Britney Spears thing, what do you think? Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like, that's you the whole episode. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's what I think it would be like if you were in Charlemagne. I think you guys would bro out super hard off so the episode. Yep. Um, but I think for the episode, you'd just be gawking at him. Stop the clock. Stop the clock. Here's why I disagree. Charlemagne is such a good interviewer that I wouldn't even have the chance to. He would just ask you questions. Yep. Oh, because if I feel like he would roast me, same thing with Andrew Schultz, if I just sat there and gawked at him. So I think me and I think me and me and Charlemagne would not. On the first take would not have a good, decent taste. We'd have a good mental health conversation. Mm -hmm. But after a few few weeks of me hanging out with Charla. Best podcast in the world. Not even a question. Number one, we'd take Joe Rogan out. Take Joe Rogan out? Not even a question. Dang. Not even a question. Dang. Now, I don't know if it'd be better than him and Schultz because they are freaking, like, when I think of two people that are a dynamic duo, those oh, two yeah. are like, first podcast I really ever listened to was mm-hmm. The Brilliant Idiot. So I think I couldn't take that spot, but I could definitely take a solid number two. And we could be on the Black Effect Network because he's black and you're white. Bam. Shoot. Dang. Okay, you want one more from me? Yeah. One more from me. Let's go. Um, ludicrous. <laughs> you and ludicrous would be absolute trash. Luda, Luda, because one, Luda's a bad enough actor, mm-hmm. let alone a podcast host. Yeah. Two, you know nothing about ludicrous. What if it was Nick Cannon? What if I switched to Nick Cannon? One, he's a bad enough rapper. Uh, after his comments on juice, I feel like you guys wouldn't last one episode. He would start an episode with me and be like, you know, you're not. You're not actually Jewish. And I'd be like, in fact, Dude. it would just be decent takes. That might be the best combination wow. you made. That might be the one. Me and Nick Cannon. You just and Nick Cannon out. might be the new decent takes. <laughs> that might be the best 
freaking person that you made. That is it. I'll take it. I will step back for Nick Cannon to step in. That's my take. Done. Dang. Wild and out. <laughs> what you got? Your 60 seconds is going. Oh, man. I agree. I think me and Luda would do a guest episode together, but Nick Cannon would be my main guy. Like, we'd just hang out. He'd make fun of my people, and then I wouldn't return the favor because I'd definitely get canceled. <laughs> and then, uh, then it would be a it would be a show that ends after like three episodes. Um, I don't think it would last. Good yeah. take. I probably think we'd hate each other. I can actually. deal with that. I can yeah. deal with that. <laughs> All right, last one. Wait, was that? Oh wait, that oh. was the last one. No, I had in? one. What? Because my last one wasn't Charlemagne. Oh, mm-hmm. this is the last one of the show. Okay, last one of the show. Go. You being replaced with Will Smith. Um, Will Smith does everything extremely well. And I believe that if he were to take on the task of replacing me, he would do it so incredibly well that he would eventually want to replace you too. You know what? Screw this. No, we're not doing this. Thank you for listening to another episode <laughs> of The D6 Show. My name is John. And I'm Davey. Crap, we did the we thing. We don't do that. Serving mediocrity masses or greatest of the globe. globe. You decided. We'll catch you next week. Peace.